I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's roster day. That's what this one's all about as the Browns set their 53-man roster. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Daryl, are you excited to continue on with the roster? I I am, but first, uh, a little... A little something to pass along. Mobile sports betting, finally legal here in Ohio. It has been since January, and BetQL is here to help you make the most informed bets possible. See all of today's winners by heading to BetQL.com or downloading the BetQL app. Claim your free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3, the fan for those exclusive sportsbook offers. All right, Daryl, let's start with the offense and the six wide receivers. Let's start there because I think that's a nice, easy place to start. Yeah, so uh, Amari Cooper, Marquise Goodwin, Elijah Moore, Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Bell, and Cedric Tillman. Absolutely really no surprises there. Like, I know folks are really upset over the Austin Watkins thing, but really, we're upset over the number seven wide receiver on the depth chart. That's that, you know what? Fine, because that just to me is a testament to how far roster construction for the Cleveland Browns has come when it comes to fans uh, <laughs> and their, their passion for those who do and do not make the football team. Daryl, let's discuss the running back situation. There really isn't a situation when you have Nick Chubb on your team, but Jerome Ford, limited time, uh, or I mean, no time during the preseason. And then they bring in Pierre Strong uh, on a trade earlier this week with Tyrone Wheatley Jr. going to New England. I like Tyrone. I think we talked about him in the last podcast. I think he'll be able to help out New England. I, I haven't looked to make sure that he made the roster, but I'm sure he's going to be able to help out New England. Well, I, it, it was a good trade because Tyrone wasn't making this football team. And you go ahead and you trade him. You, you trade a player you were going to cut anyway, and you get a player that potentially can help you in uh, Pierre Strong Jr., uh, I, I like the move. Jerome Ford, I've been telling you guys for weeks, and no one wanted to believe me that he was going to not only make the team, but he was going to be the number two running back. They weren't worried about the hamstring injury. They still aren't worried about the hamstring injury. In fact, he practiced on Tuesday, uh, along with uh, Harrison Bryant, who uh, missed most of training camp with an unknown 
uh, or undisclosed uh, medical condition, as uh, Kevin Stefanski uh, put it throughout uh, camp. But, yeah, um, when you look at that running back room, it, uh, aside from the move to get Pierre Strong Jr., once that happened, that told you Dimitri Felton was not going to make this roster, not going to make this team. And quite frankly, with all due respect to Dimitri, with all due respect to John Kelly, neither one of them distinguished themselves in the preseason or training camp uh, to really earn that job. So certainly understand why Andrew Barry elected to uh, go ahead and make a minor trade that could uh, have some uh, pretty positive impact uh, as this season goes along. Daryl, uh, I, I will go to the, we'll do the quarterbacks last. Let's let's do tight ends right now. David Njoku, no brainer. Jordan right. Akins, no brainer. I mean, when he came over from Houston, you knew that that was a done deal. Right. Um, Harrison Bryant, what do you think? Made the club from the tub. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, I, I would say this. This is the initial fifty-three. We'll see if he's on the club for week one. Where do you think he – so as we talk, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, maybe even 50, 51. He's in the 40s. High 40s? He's in the 40s, yeah. Okay. Um, and we know how much Kevin loves tight ends because, I mean, obviously Kevin isn't scared to use a tight end as a fullback either if he right. needs to. So you've got to be right. versatile in that spot. Yeah. And, Although and, David Njoku is not playing fullback. Right. And, and also, too – you know, putting Elijah Moore in the backfield adds a little bit of a dimension too, <laughs> along with the three other running backs that you can put in the backfield. So they've got uh, plenty of guys they can uh, put back there to mess with opposing defenses. Do you think they would use Elijah Moore as a number two running back or a third down running no, back? No, no, okay. but they would, I, so you said that I was like, oh, well, no, but they but they will hand the ball to him. He's going to get handoffs this year. I'll buy it. Much he, like he's going to fulfill that. Big role that Anthony Schwartz had on the on the swing on the swing around play uh, the from the wide receivers. Yeah, is it really like when I say end around, I always feel like that should be the tight end around uh, and not really a wide receiver. So it's more of a well, receiver called, around. It's called an end around. Uh, I've always considered that the tight end position as a former well, I, tight end. I'm just telling you, what a you, guy that utilizes and loves the tight end position. Semantics are important to me on this. Well, I'm just, I'm just telling you, you might be comfortable saying that. I'm just telling you what the actual terminology is, though. Okay. You call it whatever right. you want. They call it an end around. Yeah, it's more of a wide around. But that's all right. It doesn't really matter. All right, so now let's get into the offensive line because I think this is where – They kept things... nine. I know. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. My goodness gracious. So, obviously, you're starters, right? You got Joel Batonio, Jack Conklin. Uh, Ethan Posick, Wyatt Teller, Jed Wills, your subs. As I said on the last podcast, and you looked at me like I was uh, a little crazy there, I said Luke yeah, Whipple that's typical. Made the team. He did make the team along with James Hudson third, uh, Nick Harris, and uh, Dewan Jones, who, by the way, let's give him his love. He absolutely <laughs> deserved to make this roster uh, considering where he came, and we've talked about it on the podcast. We've talked about it on 92.3 The Fan quite a bit. You know, from a guy that struggled to get through a rep in rookie minicamp to how he performed uh, during training camp, during the preseason, 
absolutely deserve to to make the team. And I got to tell you. Tell me, Daryl. Uh, he has the potential to be a player for the Cleveland Browns. I think Luke. I think uh, within the next two years, Luke Whipper will be too, as long as he can stay healthy. Right, and I think both like, of the Buckeyes have a chance. Now, one concern on the offensive line, though, interior backups, and right now your interior backup is Luke Whipper at know, the guard and, spot. Yeah, and yeah, Nick, well, can, Nick Harris can shift over a little, can he? I mean, yeah, he can too. But you know what I'm saying? So you're a little dicey there, as far as experience goes, right? You're counting on two traditional centers to handle the rest of your interior line as backup. So I think that that is interesting. What would you do in an emergency situation? I mean, you can't put, I mean, if you had to, no, you couldn't. There's no way you would ever stick Charlie Hewlett there if you were really down and out at center, would you? I guess he'd be the super emergency. Yeah, you're not going to be down and out at center because you got three centers on the team. Well, if, if you're three centers deep, if you're, if you're onto your fourth center, Andy, the year's gone horrifically bad. So you're looking at Posick, Harris, and then Whipler's the third center. Is that Correct. what you're saying? Okay, 100%. all right. Because yeah. I, I mean, the what I'm looking at is Whipler as Betonio's backup, oh. or as you know, or Wyatt Teller's backup. Right. Wow. You got three centers on this team. All right, and how, how confident are we in this offensive line? I mean, we got guys trying to bounce back from mid. Well, starts are healthy. I'm confident. All right. And, it's and a again, concern. I, I think the offensive line is a little bit of a concern. That's just yeah. me. Um, well, the health of the offensive line, I think, is a concern. But, uh, look. Um, I, we got guys on this offensive line that said that they had played subpar season. Like, they know they could have played better last right. year. We yeah. need them to play better this year. And, 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 and injury played a part in that as well. Let's, let's not forget that. All right. Two minutes. Two-minute drill here on the quarterback situation. There's, I mean, we, it is what it is. I think the only thing we have to really – Consider is Dorian Thompson Robinson is in a very interesting position. If anything happens to Deshaun Watson, he is one snap away. Yes, he is. And um, as I've said, I don't think backup quarterback matters because if Deshaun Watson's up, not on the field for extended period of time, then they're up the Creek without the paddle. Anyway, it just, it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the thing that Dorian Thompson Robinson gives them, Andy, is he has similar traits to Deshaun as far as how he plays that position, which allows Kevin Stefanski not to have to modify too much. It's not like last year, right, where Jacoby Brissett, they ran one style of offense for Jacoby for 11 weeks. And then when Deshaun came back, they kind of were trying to run the same offense while also incorporating the Deshaun concepts, if that makes sense. So Makes sense. That's where the DTR is your number two. You feel somewhat good about it because of the similar. And look, the Baltimore Ravens have been doing this with Lamar Jackson and their quarterback position, right? Right. And, and so give the Browns credit here. This is something that they, they're trying to do uh, with the, the quarterback position is have a young guy like DTR who possesses some of the, some of the skill set. I'm not saying he's Deshaun Watson 2.0. Don't misunderstand me but he does possess some of those traits and skill sets, the ability to make plays with his feet, the ability to move on the run, look downfield, make plays, things like that, that, uh, that would not force Kevin Stefanski to have to scrap a big part of the playbook, which, by the way, he spent the offseason redesigning for Deshaun Watson. Looking forward to it. I think he can do a wonderful job in that. We've seen what he's done for Baker Mayfield. When Baker was 
And, All in. And on Tuesday, Deshaun Watson was ill, and Dorian Thompson-Robinson was the only quarterback on the field, and he got to run the show. So it was a good day and good opportunity for him to go ahead and really dive in to that and get the opportunity to work with the one, uh, the number one offense and, and really get those reps in Deshaun's absence. So I, again, uh, more positive experience there for the new number two quarterback, who of course is a rookie. All right. That was the offense. Let's talk defense next on it's always game day in Cleveland.